This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Thursday, the 19th of January, 2023. We got some rain out here today, but it's going to get up to 60 degrees in the Midwest. Can you believe that on January the 19th? I'm not complaining. Hope it's nice and toasty wherever you are in this great country of ours, the land of the free. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Thanks for joining us today. These are your top five headlines for this Thursday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. New Zealand Prime Minister announces resignation. From the Daily Wire, leftist New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern announced Wednesday that she is resigning from her position because she does not have the stamina to seek re-election. Her term will end on February 7th, and an election will be held on October 14th. Ardern was known for clamping down on the freedoms of people in her country while in office, including draconian pandemic lockdowns, gun bans, and advocating for regulating speech online. Reporter Aaron Daman, New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern is quitting politics, leaving no later than February the 7th. Well, it must be really rough for the leftists. A lot of stress, a lot of pushback when you try to control their speech, you try to lock people down. It's like trying to herd cats. And, you know, it's not something that a free people really like to have as a leader, a government leader, somebody that polices every word that comes out of your mouth, Someone that locks you down because of a COVID scare, fear, virus. And uh, she just couldn't take it, so she, she quit. She just quit. She says, I'm, I'm finished. I just can't, um, can't control you guys, and I just, it's, I just don't have the stamina anymore, so I quit. That's what you get when you come with these progressive, liberal, far-left ideas. It's much easier to have freedom, much easier to allow people to speak their mind, not to try to control them. It's less stressful. Your job as a free democratic society is to get government out of the people's way, not to control them. That's what totalitarianism is. That's what Marxism does. They control the masses. A free people, the job of the government is to protect the national security, make sure the roads are working, keep the infrastructure going, reduce taxes and spending, then you'll feel much less stress, and the people will be much more peaceful. So I hope that uh, other countries will take from what's going on down in New Zealand, as it seems the whole world wants to follow this totalitarian Marxist utopia, which has never worked anywhere in the world. The first chip falls. Let's see how many fall after it. All right, headline number four. The U.S. provides Ukraine with $125 million to repair the power grid. The Associated Press, the Biden administration is providing $125 million for electrical parts and other supplies to help repair crews in Ukraine keep up with Russian strikes 
pounding the country's electrical system, the U.S. International Development Aid Chief said Wednesday. The U.S. Agency for International Development plans to use the money to procure backup power for Kiev's water and district heating systems. The funding also will help replenish supplies of gas, turbines, transformers, and other vital power equipment. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a tragedy that what's happening in Ukraine. I mean, there's no question about it. It's a horrible situation. Russia is, is just, a again, a totalitarian dictatorship. That's what you get. You get murderous people that have no concern for human life. The problem that I have with this is that we have problems with our power grid here in the United States. It's, it's well known. I mean, there's blackouts. There's issues with our own power grids. And I think there should be a law or at least a policy that before you give money to a foreign country for power grids and for things that we can't afford, that we take care of ourselves first. Is that too much to ask? I mean, seriously. You just spend money as if it grows on trees. We're $31 trillion in debt, no plan to pay it back. And we have problems right back here at home, and you just keep spending and giving money away to other countries. doesn't make any sense at all. And I hope that the Congress can control the purse, purse strings a little bit better than what's been done in the past. And let's stop giving away money to people without first taking care of our own home front first. All right, headline number three. Donald Trump prepares for Twitter, Facebook, return. NBC News. Mounting a comeback for the White House, Donald Trump is looking to regain control over his powerful social media accounts. With access to his Twitter account back, Trump's campaign is formally petitioning Facebook's parent company to unblock his account there after it was locked in response to the U.S. Capitol riot two years ago. From the post-millennial, Trump was locked out of his Facebook and Twitter in January of 2021 with the companies alleging that he incited the violence that resulted in protesters storming the Capitol building while Congress was certifying Biden's 2020 presidential victory. The Facebook ban enacted on January 7, 2021 was for an initial period of two years after which it would come up for review. All right, so regardless who's uh, asking for the permission, whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's a middle-class person, someone that has no influence, it should be open to all channels. This is called free speech. You let the chips fall where they may. You let people speak their mind. Donald Trump has millions of followers. 75 million people voted for him. So we should open the channels, let him speak, regardless if you like what he says or you don't like what he says. That's the beauty of living in a free country. We respect free speech. We let everybody speak their, their voice, their free will. That's what the founders wanted. It's totalitarian countries, Marxist countries that don't allow for free speech. Like in China, they throw you in the gulags. North Korea, same thing. You speak up against the, the government, they, they execute you. So open it up. Come on. Open up to all the free speech channels. Let Donald Trump speak what he wants. Let Al Sharpton speak whatever he wants. It's a free country. It's called the First Amendment. All right, headline number two. NHL player evokes Christian faith to not participate in LGBT celebration. From the National Review, a player for the Philadelphia Flyers invoked his Christian faith Tuesday night in explaining why he refused to observe the team's Pride Night commemoration. 
Flyers defensive man Ivan Provorov refused to join the teammates as they took to the ice during pregame warm-ups wearing rainbow jerseys and carrying hockey sticks wrapped in rainbow tape symbolizing solidarity with the LGBT community. After the festivities, Provorov played in the game against the Anaheim Ducks. Greg Price, Flyers defensive man Ivan Provorov, on refusing to wear a rainbow jersey for warm-ups during Pride Night due to his Russian Orthodox faith. Okay, again, free speech. The ability to practice your religion without bias, to not be condemned, to not just follow in lockstep because everybody else is doing something. This is the founding father spirit. This is the founding spirit of 1776. Okay, so kudos. Kudos to the NHL hockey player for standing up for his faith, his Christian faith, and pushing back on the LGBTQ invasion of our cultural environment. It's time that all of us who don't agree stand up, speak out, have the courage to speak your mind. The left doesn't want you. They want you to cower in fear. Don't do it. Stand up. Speak out. If you don't agree with LGBTQ, then let your voice be heard. They're not going to throw you in jail. I've got your back. All right, headline number one. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen meets with counterpart in China. The Associated Press, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen met on Wednesday with her Chinese counterpart and pledged an effort to manage differences and prevent competition from becoming anything ever near conflict, end quote, as the two nations try to thaw relations. Yellen's first face-to-face meeting with Vice Premier Liu, he in Zurich, is the highest-ranking contact between the two countries since their presidents agreed last November during their first in-person meeting to look for areas of potential cooperation. From Reuters, Yellen's meeting with Liu came before a three-country visit to Africa, where she will push to expand U.S. trade and business ties with the continent, which China has long dominated. She is also expected to repeat her criticism of Beijing, now the world's largest creditor, for not moving more quickly to provide debt relief, as well as its use of forced labor in China's Xinjiang region and non-market economic practices. All right, so that's a stark difference between Donald Trump and his tariffs and decoupling of our supply chain from China, which many people are calling for. We can see that we have too much reliance on a on a dictatorship, a country that does not have our best interests at heart. They are here to destroy us. That is their game plan, to demoralize us, to break down our culture, to put us in a totalitarian dictatorship. That is their goal. That is their purpose. And as Americans, we are very naive. Janet Yellen is very naive, a useful idiot. Many American businessmen are useful idiots. They will sell out their soul. They'll sell out their country for the almighty dollar. And this is exactly what Brezhnev talked about. We will hang ourselves with our own rope. That's exactly what's happening. Our greed and our desire to make a profit overrides our national security and our patriotism for this great country of America. And that's why we're sliding down a slippery slope. Joe Biden, his son, Hunter Biden, They are deeply compromised by the CCP. It's going to come out. You're going to see it. Don't let the mainstream media tell you different. They're covering for him. 
but the Congress is going to get to the bottom of it. That's why the committeeman Gallagher is running that committee to get to the bottom of what China is doing, stealing our technology, influencing our young people through their TikTok, buying up farmland next to military installations, building up our farmland, residential areas. It's not good. This is not what we want. We need to wake up and realize China is not our friends. They are our enemies. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday, 19th of January. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.